Steelers owner Art Rooney addressed the addressed the media on Monday. We'll talk about what he said about the Steelers playoff drought and how quarterback is tied to all of it and what that means about their plan moving forward. All that here more on the Lockdown Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter. Let's get into it. You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things in the Pittsburgh Steelers. As always, you can find this show in your favorite podcasting apps and on YouTube. Like this video if you enjoy it. Subscribe to this YouTube channel to get all of your daily Monday through Friday episodes, as well as our bonus content. We thank you for making us your first listen every day because we're your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the number one sportsbook in America. Make every moment more right now. New customers get $200 off in bonus bets. If your first bet of $5 or more wins, visit FanDuel.com slash on to get started. All right, Steelers fans, let's get into it. Because Art Rooney addressed the media Monday uh, from the Steelers facility in a in a big meeting and basically kind of aired out the things saying that yeah the team is is impatient they want to find ways they want to find ways to win in the playoffs and are getting a little impatient was there was the thing that was the exact quote that they went into but the thing that seemed to be the leading factor was about fixing the quarterback situation and that seems to be the priority for this for the Steelers moving moving forward uh this is what Art Rooney said he said quote I think the biggest thing that we need is quality play at the quarterback position uh, you know, going going on, he's talked about Kenny Pickett. He said the things about Kenny that we always liked were his toughness, his competitiveness, his competitiveness, and his desire to be a winner. He has all those sorts of intangibles. What I think we need to we need him to be is really just continue to develop to be a quarterback that can read a defense quickly, get the offense into the best play for a given situation when he comes out of the huddle. He's learned and gotten some experience at that, and he'll continue to work on it. So let's. Take that, take that into consideration for a little bit here because Art Rooney is saying, hey, we, we want to win, but we know we got to get better at the quarterback position. And this is something that I've been saying. If the Steelers could just get solid quarterback play consistently, they're a problem because the, they're building the way they're building around the quarterback position, the way they, they're building the offensive line, the weapons they're putting on offense, the defense that they're keeping talented. If they can get, if they can one, also get a little bit uh, a little bit easier with uh you know the the injury situation in in the future years, um, but also too, uh, if they could get you know consistent quarterback play that just again not not not, not anything elite, but kind of along the lines of what Mason Rudolph is giving you for 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 a few games, uh, you know maybe a little bit better than that because you do want to you you want it to like step up to the level of you know a a sufficient starter in the NFL, but. If you could get that, this team becomes a serious problem and they don't lose nearly as many games. And that's where I think Art Rooney's point is that they want to get there. Now, the fact that Art Rooney's addressing him about Kenny Pickett, and we'll get into Mason Rudolph in a bit because there was a question that you guys called in with, and I'll, I'll address that question when we get there. But the fact that Art Rooney's talking about what they believe what they believe in Kenny and how they believe in Kenny and why they believe in Kenny that shows to me that they're still going to try to make this work with him next year. Now, I've said this before. Next year is the last year for Kenny Pickett. Like they're going, they they're probably they're going to try to keep Mason. We'll, again, we'll get into Mason. If they don't, even if they can't keep Mason, they're going to bring in someone else that's going to be able to challenge him. Maybe to someone else's to, to challenge him. But Kenny Pickett has to prove it. And I think that part of what Art's getting at here, uh, Mr. Rooney, 
he's pointing pointing it. We gotta get people around Kenny Pickett and this offense to actually get them prepared, uh, you know, to to handle things better. Because we saw towards the end of the season, everybody on offense was was starting was was feeling it. There was a lot more rhythm with Eddie Faulkner and Mike Sullivan as your co-offensive coordinators. Now you want to get the offensive coordinator who's going to be the head of, head of the the game plan, who's going to be the guy that that's able to set the room right and kind of get everyone on the same page. And if you get that. I think that that's where they're confident that they can get Kenny Pickett to a place where he's making competitive throws and he's a, he'll be a good game manager quarterback. Because again, the way that Art Rooney described that situation, you're talking about game managers. You're not talking about a guy making ridiculous plays. It's read the defense, get the ball out, get it to the right spot, let your teammates do the work. That's all they're going to ask of Kenny Pickett next year. And I think that's, that's perfectly fine. Now, here's the kicker to this. If Kenny Pickett doesn't work out next year, this tells me that they're going to move on very quickly. Because, like again, let's face it, this year, you know, whether you whether you think Kenny Pickett stinks, whether you think he's good and hasn't had a chance, Kenny Pickett was in the games that Kenny Pickett started and finished this past year. The Steelers were seven and two, and I know wins aren't going on a quarterback stat and all that stuff, but you know what? He finds ways to win, and that clutch factor is something the Steelers value and should value. Um, and I think the thing is they gotta find ways to make him more consistent in what he see what he sees in those big big moments. Um, because if they do that and they're able to replicate that more, Kenny Pickett's a much bigger problem for defenses that they to have to solve. Uh, but as it stands right now, he's he he hasn't been that quarterback that everyone's had to keep worrying about consistently. Uh, I think that's where um, Art Rooney's talking about like, hey, this this is a priority to fix this and fix this soon. So uh, I think they're gonna. What, what, what that shows me is that what whoever whatever offensive coordinator they get, if it's you know we talked about this yesterday on the Monday show, but there's a chance that they go get a person who's not a quarterback whisperer, whisperer and more about the system, but they could there's a chance they can go get the quarterback whisperer who isn't about the uh, uh, who is about the system. If you're not a quarterback whisperer, but a person who isn't a quarterback whisperer, for example, on the opposite side of things, let's say Gerard Johnson, quarterback whisperer, he's only been a quarterbacks coach. Arthur Smith, not a quarter, not a quarterbacks coach, he was a former tight ends coach, turn offensive coordinator, turn head coach. He's not necessarily a whisperer, but he's an experienced guy. And Rooney also said experience is a key, so that also kind of tells me that. Arthur Smith is uh, pretty high up in, in, in the Steelers list right now. Granted, I still think that they want to, you know, make some moves there before they solidify everything. And I think for those who are fa- falling impatient with the waiting game of seeing who the Steelers hired offensive coordinator, y'all remember, remember how long the GM search was. It took a while. Uh, there were a lot of steps that they had to do. So, you know, I, I, I just, I, uh, I stress patience in the, in that situation there, but I, I think Art Rooney's saying the right thing here. Fix the quarterback situation, and fixing it doesn't mean doesn't have to mean completely supplanting Kenny Pickett. Fixing the quarterback situation could just simply be about getting a game plan, getting a, getting a, an organized offense that comes in every single day, knows what the objective is, and they're moving all at the same pace, and then everyone can kind of fire off on all cylinders. I think that's what that, that that's what they're looking at here. And if they get the, their their job right now is to find that guy wherever he is in the NFL that can be the offensive coordinator that makes everything a lot more you know give it a lot more stability uh, in the coming year. But um, but I, th- I think that on top of that, they need to have a guy who's going to may- be able to help Kenny Pickett either figure it out and grow into it, or a guy that's going to be like, man, that guy is so good, and Kenny Pickett wasn't able to you know score out of out of his offense as much. Then we got then then we got problems, and I think that that's when uh, 
that's when the Steelers need to need to make the decision on Kenny Pickett. I'm not saying that they shouldn't try to get to other talent right now, but I do think they should give him uh, they should give him next year in the new system a chance to grow, a chance to show what he has, what what he brings to the table there um, as far as a quarterback. And again, if Jaden Daniels falls to you, go get him. Like you know, if you're if you're getting opportunities at uh, at a quarterback in the draft that you think is truly special, you you can't. You can't pass up on those those kind of opportunities if you think it's if it's something special. You just can't. Uh, you know, quarterback is the position where if you hit once, you're good for the next ten to fifteen years. And so, if you think that you that you can get that guy, like if, let's say Jaden Daniels is sitting there at twenty, that's a that's going to be a tough sell to turn that turn that away, because the Steelers, in my opinion, they need to be prepared for in case uh, things don't go uh, too great. Uh, for Kenny Pickett this year, they need to have a contingency plan in place. I'm not so sure that they do on the roster right now. I think that by by uh, by spring, when the when the draft has happened and free agencies happen, we'll have a much better picture of that then. But right now, if quarterback's the priority, that means that Kenny Pickett. You got one year to figure it out, and we'll see how things move forward. We'll take your calls on the other side of the first break here of the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter. We got a lot of phone calls from you guys, so we'll be getting to all, as many of them as we can today. Don't worry if you don't if you're not here today. We will be you, your your topic will be moved to future shows uh, down down the line here. Now, um, I think that that's that, that's, that's going to be a fun segment. There, we'll do that after the break here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. But first, I want to remind you that this show is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the number one sportsbook in America. Happy Super Bowl to all those who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers can, can get $200 back in bonus bets with by winning any $5 money line bet. That is $200. That's the most money that we've, we've ever seen FanDuel do in one of these promos. And if you're, if you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks and placing you some, some big bets. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win the Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join today and you'll get $200 back in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official, uh, official sports book of the NFL. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host Chris Carter. We continue our discussion here, and I want to open up the mailbag. You know, we do these. We, well, I said we opened up the call in line. Remember, you can always call into this show uh, to get your opinion heard. Four one two 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 three six six four four for the show. Uh, if you ever want to, if you ever want to get your question on the show, please use your name, where you're from, and keep your question under a minute, and we'll do our best to get you on the show. So we turn to the call in lines to answer some of your questions that you guys piled up. We had a lot that piled up, so apologize, apologies ahead of time if yours isn't heard. Do not worry; it, be, it is being stored and will be brought up at some point on the show. But let's lead with a question from Javon, Javon of of Youngstown, Ohio, who asked about Mason Rudolph and where he fits in. And Art Rooney addressed this, but here is Javon's question. Hey, what's up, Chris? Javon from Youngstown, Ohio here. Uh, 
what is the likelihood that we go outside the team for a quarterback? Not counting Mason, even though he's a free agent, but what is the likelihood we bring in a free agent quarterback to start quarterback for us next year? I love the show, man. Keep it up, man. Thanks. Thanks, Javon. So, first of all, on the free agent part of this, I think the Steelers do bring in somebody, even if they bring back Mason Rudolph, because they need to bring in competition, I think, for everybody. You know, even Mason Rudolph shouldn't feel safe. Kenny Pickett shouldn't feel safe. Everyone should be coming in with the idea that they have a chance to win a starting job and actually see that happen. And it might be the draft that they go and get that guy at quarterback. I think that my, my opinion this ain't, you know, if if you're committing to Kenny Pickett being the be, getting a chance this year and maybe keeping Mason Ruff and bringing in another quarterback in that room, maybe make this entire offseason, this entire free agency and uh, in the NFL draft about fixing everything else on the team so that next year, like let's say going in after 2024, you're going into the 2025 NFL draft. Um, you've solidified your offensive line, you've solidified your secondary, you have figured out who your big playmakers are that you're going to pay long-term, you've maybe gotten some more help on the defensive line. You've done those things, and so now you feel like your roster is so balanced that you can go and trade up for the quarterback that you really want in the draft. That might be the move right there. But to answer Javon's question, I do think that they're going to do something there. But I also think they're going to try to keep Mason, and I thought it was interesting uh, when you know Art Rooney actually talked about Mason because someone you know asked him about uh, you know his capabilities and he said in quote in terms of Mason let's say I don't know that we've seen his ceiling yet we've drafted him high for a reason and he it felt like he had a lot of ability and I think we saw that he's probably going to have some options so it's going to be a question of whether he wants to come back and whether he he can make a deal to get him back or we can make a deal to get him back. That's the question I have is that with Mason Rudolph's success, I think someone does try to pay him uh, actually actually now, and not like a big bag or anything like that. But uh, with Mason Rudolph at the end of the season, those three wins and some of the guts that he's shown in the playoff game, someone's going to want to pay for that. And the Steelers have to do what they can to minimize that impact because uh, I think they, they like, like I said, they still are trying to build uh, – you know, their team are around, you know, to try to build their team so that they, once they get the quarterback, they insert it. And it's just a, as long as you manage the game well, Steelers will have a good chance to win, win the game, regardless of their opponent. So I do think that, to answer Javon's question, I do think they go and get somebody. I don't know if it's going to be anyone specific right now, but we will keep an eye on that as we move forward. But one person that everyone keeps bringing up, including two callers who called in about this question. Is a player they could trade for out of Chicago. And of course, that's Justin Fields. Shout out to Luke. He asked this question as well, but Gary was the first person to ask this question. So I gave the question to him. Gary from North Carolina. Hey, Chris. This is Gary from North Carolina. Uh, I have a question about the uh, quarterback uh, search. Um, going after like Justin Fields or uh, trading for him. And if we can't get him from the Bears, um, I feel like we're only a quarterback away from making a really strong push for the Super Bowl. Uh, maybe, how do you feel about maybe if we can't get him about trading a bunch of draft picks to move up to get a guy like Drake May, uh, Caleb Williams, or even Jalen Daniels? Appreciate you listening to my question. 
Thank you, Gary. As always, you can call 412-223-6644 to get your question heard on, on this show. Um, let's address a few things here. One, to get fields, they would need the Bears to want to give away fields, and they would need to give them, I, I think, a – if the if the Steelers are, are are being are being smart here, they're not overpaying for Justin Fields. I think you try to make it like a fourth round pick and like a fourth round, like a, you know, fourth round pick this year, a fourth round pick next year, a third round pick. You know, get, did something in in there. But I just I think, in, in my opinion, when I when I look at the Steelers situation, you don't want to ask too much for Justin Fields because you need every pick right now to kind of rebolster this this roster. So, for me, um. I, I wouldn't do it because that if 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 they're trading for him, that means they're probably uh, they're 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 probably getting you know pretty aggressive there. And I think that if you do that, like like for example, if you if even if you don't get him, if you go trade up and get into the top ten of the draft this this year uh, to get to get the quarterback, you need a new center right now. You need a new offensive tackle. You need another cornerback. There's a lot of different things that are first round definite needs right now for this team. And and I think that's where it comes down to is that if the Steelers are going to continue to going to make moves, it's going to take further investing into those um, uh, in, in, into that into the, the rest of the rest of the team. But trading for Justin Fields, trading away a lot of picks, just that I don't think that that's the answer right now. Now, if they get it right, if the offensive line develops, if they if the uh, the run game becomes much more consistent, if things are trending up trending that way. Totally understand it, but right now they just need to get on the train tracks. That's what that's what needs to happen right now with this Steelers offense. They don't need to uh, get aggressive by going and getting Justin Fields. They need to grow naturally, and I think that's what they're trying to work on. But let's get to our next question. This one comes from Latham, all the way in Richmond, Virginia, asking about the offensive coordinator search, which we've talked about a lot. But here's Latham. Hi, Chris. My name is Latham. I'm calling from Richmond, Virginia. Uh, to keep it kind of short and sweet, my question is uh, looking at this offensive coordinator search we got going on, now that it's been a couple weeks, there's definitely some names that have been floated, some people that have been interviewed. Uh, the people that they've looked at, the people that they've interviewed, what does that tell you that they're really looking for from a schematic standpoint? I know what Tomlin said in his press conference, and that doesn't maybe fully match some of these candidates that they're looking at. So what do you think they're looking at from a schematic standpoint, from a personality standpoint, and just an overall fit with the team? Enjoy the show. Thanks, man. Bye. So first of all, thank you. Appreciate Latham and all of our callers that we that we brought on the show today. Um, I think what it tells me is that the Steelers are still figuring out what kind of OC they want. You know, they're trying to figure out who they can talk to to get the right fit for what they're doing right right now. Um, and I think part of it is what I talked about on the Monday show. You know, I think there's going to be guys like Arthur Smith who maybe they're not a quarterback coach. Maybe they're not a head coach. Maybe they're just a, a good offensive coordinator who can draw up plays and get the get guys open. And maybe, you know, maybe that's what they maybe that's what they need to do there. But uh, I think that Arthur Smith could be that guy. Maybe. I still think they need to talk to Clint Kubiak. I still think that they need to see if there's a possibility that they'll be able to talk to Eric Bieniemy. Um, you know, because he is under contract with the commanders. Um, but Gerard Johnson, Thomas Brown, all those guys. If I had to pick one right now, I think it's Arthur Smith of the candidates that are still available because he had two top 10 offense, two years of top 10 offenses with the Titans. And I think that he could bring some good things to the Steelers. Um, 
as far as offensive play calling systems and thing and things like that. Never wanted to be head coach again, but uh, I think that 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 would be a fine addition there as far as getting a guy like that. But I think the ultimate thing is they want a guy who's like like Rooney said, it's going to one help Kenny Pickett, but also two make the system easier on Kenny Pickett so the Steelers aren't having to just win off of quarterback play. We'll talk more about that as the week as the weeks go on here. We'll have a lot of time to dis- to discuss it. Uh, also, the Senior Bowl is coming up, so we'll talk that at some point on the on the show uh, later later this week. But uh, that we got to get to what we've been doing, resuming our final grade segment. We'll get to the final grade stars and skulls totals counted up throughout the season. See what your sec, what your Steelers safeties got, got graded as this year. We'll address that here on the locked on Steelers podcast right after this. But first want to remind you that this show is brought to you by eBay motors, passion, drive, and patience. That's what what brings home the winning trophy. And it's also what keeps your ride or die alive. But eBay motors has everything that you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up, to, level it up to the to peak performance from superchargers to roof racks, to exhaust kits, to led lights and more. Whether you're into speed, power, style, eBay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your one, number one ride or die life. You'll always find exactly what you're looking for and with ebay's guarantee guaranteed fit your parts are consistent are guaranteed to lift to fit your ride every time or your money back because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need and the prices that you want it's easy to turn your car into the mvp and bring home that win keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply and, and eBay's guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Back here in the Locked On Steelers podcast, Chris Carter breaking things down on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Let's step away from what Rooney said. Let's get back into what we were doing last week um when we when we had time we'll try to get alan saunders back on again you know hopefully wednesday he's driving down to alabama uh, i would have had to record the show with him in the car while he was driving in the dark and that's just wouldn't be a good thing uh, um so uh so yeah so we'll we'll bring alan back on for that but let's get to let's get to some of these grades here with the safety position we're starting with the safety position simply because i think that it's a very peculiar situation of how they're gonna be able to keep keep building so let's let's start with guys that you know, they, they kind of didn't get as many chances. I'm gonna go with Elijah Riley to start. He really only played just a very tiny bit. Was had a one star though, so he gets a C for that. No, no skulls, no bus tickets. He's fine. He barely played. Whatever. They, you know that, that, that that's a thing there. But I think that everyone's looking at the other practice squatters the Steelers brought brought on with their uh with with their with their safeties. You know, you go back and you look at how they have found resilience throughout this year with the injuries of Mika Fitzpatrick, the injury to Keanu Neal, what happened to DeMonte KZ with his suspension. Those are all big factors. and They found answers there. And so we'll start with the grades. Remember, we did stars and skulls all season long. Um, First, Trenton Thompson, who was coming in before all the injuries happened, Um, all the injuries he came in to help once Keanu Neal was, was hurt. He had three stars with seven skulls. Wasn't particularly great, but look, look, he was. That's a C, that's good enough for a C minus in the way that I grade things here at the Stars and Skulls counts. Um, that's fine for a practice squad replacement player like that. That that that's fine. He's not spectacular, but he's doing his job, and I think that that's you're totally you can totally live with that. Um, 
But uh, the other guy that everyone wants to talk about is Eric Rowe. Now, he only played a few games, so I couldn't really give him like a whole bunch of stars for those few few games, but he got three stars and no skulls and no bus tickets. So that's good enough for a C plus uh, in in the safety room. And he is someone the Steelers, I think, should try to keep keep next year to see what he what he can bring to the table, bring him into training camp and uh, see how he does uh, with the day to day. Uh, go, going from there. But now let's get to some of the bigger names here. And we're going to start with uh, with with uh, with Keanu Neal. Keanu Neal, I, I thought, wasn't terrible, but wasn't notable enough. And, and then because of that, he had four stars, but he also had seven skulls. He did have some bad games uh, and that no bus tickets, but that's good enough for a C minus there. Uh, for Keanu Neal in the, in the safety in the safeties. Now, time for the top two guys. We'll go to Demonte KZ. KZ had a very interesting year because there were some games that he was right on point, and other games that he was not. And in this on the season, he had seven stars, nine skulls, no no bus tickets. That's good enough for a C grade. But um, Demonte KZ, I think he's done a decent job since the Steelers have brought him in. I think that's going to be another question. Do they want do they want to keep him in the mix there. Um, I, I think that he brings value, but I also think that you want a guy that can free up Mika Fitzpatrick uh, from from doing kind of the extra linebacker roles to from doing the things that are more closer to the line of scrimmage. You want a, a safety who can take away those roles away and allow Mika Fitzpatrick to go back being the X factor roaming safety there. And uh, Demonte KZ, he loves to hit. He loves to lower his shoulder, but we've also seen him. You know, one gets suspended for for these things and not be able to do that too too well. So, um, I I just I look at Demonte Casey and I think that he done a, 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 he done a decent job. Um, you know, obviously not the same as you know uh, other guys, but that's what's going to be really interesting here. I'm going to show you this, and I think some people are going to be like, "What are you talking about, Chris?" But my my make of his Patrick grade was actually a C plus on the season, and the C plus because he was able to you know, get you know, uh, seven stars and only three skulls with no bus tickets. So that's, uh, you know, that's, a, that, 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 you know, that's kind of reality, but here's the thing. A C plus is fine for a backup player. A C plus is fine for, you know, smaller, t- smaller teams or smaller players, excuse me, in smaller positions, not smaller in size. You know what I mean? The backups, the, the, the guys that are coming from the practice squad. But it's not good enough for Mika Fitzpatrick, and this was uh, this was one of his worst seasons I think we've seen. Maybe it was straight up his worst season. But I think Mika Fitzpatrick is is focusing. I think he realizes he has to get back to what made him uh, an all, a multi All Pro type of safety. I think it's going to be interesting to see what he does there. But bottom line is the safety room wasn't. Too impressive, in my opinion. This year, I mean, Mick Fitzpatrick was was definitely the talented, but the group didn't yield enough really good results. There were times that they were on their on their stuff, especially late in games when they need to protect leads. But I think the Steelers team could use some help at safety next to Mick Fitzpatrick, and that could be the thing that helps the Steelers. Um, Steelers secondary be also be more complete. Uh, we've gone over a lot of different things here. We just finished the the grades for the safety position for the, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. We are going to see um, 
uh, we're, we're going to, we're going to see how that continues to play out. We're going to see, we're going to see what, uh, um, what as far as the Steelers want to take steps forward in uh, with their with their safety group, but also we'll answer a lot more of your questions as the week rolls on. I'm Chris Carter of the Lockdown Steelers podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Watch us on YouTube. Subscribe to this YouTube channel uh, for all your daily Monday through Friday episodes as well as our bonus content. We thank you for making us your first listen every day because we're your team every day. Back tomorrow with more on your Pittsburgh Steelers right here on the Lockdown Steelers podcast. <laughs> 